Thank you. Good morning and welcome to University Chapel today. We are joined by the California Lutheran University Convocation. Members of the Convocation, please stand. <clears throat> thank you for your service. Thank you for being here. Thank you for continuing to tell the story of the university and representing it well in all of your communities. Uh, you may be seated, thank you. And so that you all know, uh, these are the individuals who, along with our Board of Regents, are um, part of the governing bodies of the university. So uh, again, we thank you for your passion and companionship. We are mindful that yesterday was a solemn day in the Jewish community as uh, uh, they have spent 40 days in preparation for Yom Kippur. And while our sisters and brothers have spent those 40 days being very mindful of their relationship with God and their relationship with others, yesterday was met with another act of violence and anger. And while we hold all people of faith in prayer, we especially pray for our friends in the Jewish community who now approach all of their high holy days in fear and trembling that something like this might happen again. So, I implore you to stand alongside of our friends, especially in the Jewish community, to stand with them, alongside of them, with an ever-increasing support of their life in faith in this world. Thank you for joining us today and lifting us with grand music. This is prelude time because Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m., our women's chorale and our CLU choir will be, uh, safe to say, dazzling us with fabulous music. Uh, our Office of Campus Ministry right around that corner gets to listen as they rehearse. It's awesome music. You need to be here. Last week, on that screen, during the preacher preview, you met Reverend Leslie Welton. She's home in her bed today in Denver, Colorado, with a chest cold, a sinus infection, and a fever. So we're going to pray for her. And what does that mean? You get me as your preacher. <laughs> We gather to worship in the name of God, God who is without limits, God who sees and knows us, God who sees into us and all around us, God who knows our family history because it is of God. Amen. Gracious and benevolent one, God among us, you created us to be in relationship with you with one another, and with the earth. You call us to be family, your family. Breathe into us confidence and quietness. Put your truth on our lips so that your extended family reflects the desires of your heart. Amen.
Today's reading is from Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of the other side. While he dismissed the crowds, and after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time, the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, Command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, Why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Here ends the reading. Thanks be to God. I could read this passage daily, and every day I would find something new in this passage. I would find things to focus on, like, why do boats float? Or what's the tenth soul strength of water that allows someone to walk on it? Or I might find it interesting, why are humans drawn to the water? Why are some drawn into the water, and some just so fearful of it? I could imagine things like this all day long related to this text. But first, a story about my mother, 93 years old. She's a Kansas farm girl, the last of nine children. She can drive a tractor, milk a cow, ring and feather a chicken for dinner, Show of hands, how many know exactly what that means? There we go, okay. I'm not going to describe it because everybody will go, She can replace the O-ring on the pump from the cistern. She's a midwife for sheep. You know, all of the farm stuff. My mom can do all of that. On the family farm is a water tower. It's 30 feet across and 40 feet in the air. And when the hay was fit to be tied, at the end of a very long day, all nine of the siblings decided to climb the ladder and jump into the water tower. They wanted to cool off. None of them stopped for a moment to think, oh, wait, this is the water we drink from. This is... 
Yeah. None of them thought that. My mom was the last up the ladder, and her favorite brother, upon her arriving at the top of the ladder, grabbed her by the small of her neck and literally threw her into the water tower. All the other siblings, she'll tell you, went, yay! All except my mom. Dorothy doesn't know how to swim. Years later, my mom would tell you, I love water. I love to be near it. I love the sound of it. I love the feel of it. I love what it looks like when it's flat on a lake or robust in waves by the ocean. But if it comes to getting in a swimming pool, she'll go no more than waist deep as long as she has one hand on the side of the pool. She has an honest-to-God fear of being in the water. Thank you, eight brothers and sisters. Fast forward. Melissa and I are blessed with two adult males. And while they are wildly different in so many ways, in their demeanor and their habits and their looks, they are joined inseparably in two ways. They are strikingly handsome. <laughs> yes, they do. And when it comes to swimming in a pool, they are unequivocally fearless. They don't know what it's like to not understand this is water and this is where I'm supposed to be. So from their smallest age, you got that little goofy swim suit pulled up around their swimmy diaper, and they just walked to the edge and jumped right in. And as they got a little bit older, in that fearless, almost reckless fearlessness, they invented, they thought for the first time, the following things. The cannonball, the pencil dive, the can opener, the spinning top. Oh, you know these, because you've done these. Yeah. They were absolutely certain they're the only ones that had invented these, and they wanted Melissa and I to score their dives as they jumped in. And right to the edge of the pool they would go, and we, Melissa and I, would stand in the pool with our catcher mitt hands on, and in they would jump. Whatever fear they had, they concluded that as long as mom and dad were in the water with catcher's mitts on, they could be fearless, recklessly so. From our gospel story, Peter is asked to walk out on the water. Lord, if it's of your favor, ask me, come to you. Jesus says, come on. And out he goes. And after a few steps, realizing, hmm, the wind starts to come. The waves start to get a little bit thicker. And he gets nervous. And he becomes fearful. And his fear causes him to sink. And then that happens. 
But more than Jesus just saying, come and walk out on the water to me, there's another unspoken request. Jesus, I believe, is asking Peter, cast your fear on me. Throw your fear at me and walk out toward me. Give me your fear and together we'll move forward. I don't know what your fears are. You do. And so today, mirroring the request of Jesus, I invite you, give them to God. Whatever your fears, give them away. Hand them to someone else, put them on a shelf, leave them along the side of the road, put them away. And then engage this day fearlessly. And as you do, pray. Perhaps pray this way. Lord, I feel your grip, a limitless grip. Take my fears and help me engage fully in the day that you have created for me. Open our ears to hear your call, to fear not, I am with you. So God, be with us, that we would be fearless in your presence. Amen. Holy and gracious God, give us hope and remind us of your steady love and gracious purposes. Grant us a deeper faith to see what we cannot, to find our way past our own limits, to give birth to surprise, and to be set free from the anxiety of an uncertain future. Amen. Please join. Sisters and brothers, thank you so much for joining us in our service today. May God's peace and love be with you today and forever. Go with God, love one another as you have been loved by God. Amen. I invite you to share a sign of God's peace with those all around you. <laughs>